Welcome everyone to Girls Like Us, the podcast that asks the question, um, um, if your lips were made for talking, what are they going to do? And you know who has the answer to that? Who? Miss Lisa Rinna. Oh my God. Um, R.I.P. Rest in power. Uh, power. Yeah. I was trying to think of a funnier thing to say. Rest in pink dog, uh, <laughs> Miss Lisa Rinna. Um, except she didn't die, but she was uh, probably what she considers to be a worse um, thing than her death, which is she was fired from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We don't know that she was fired. Okay, quote unquote mutual negotiate. Like it was like a mutual decision. Yes, but it's who not- says it was a mutual decision? I'm just saying when for- people get broken up with the person who got dumped. <laughs> I'm saying for legal purposes, we can't say that she was fired. I will say that... Okay, quote-unquote. It's allegedly... I I will say that, in my opinion, my opinion that I'm allowed to have as a person on Earth, Mm -hmm. um, that she was definitely fired. I agree. But they were nice to her by um, allowing her to release this statement that it was a mutually agreed-upon thing. Here's... Okay, I'm shocked that we heard this first from people and not from her Instagram. Yes, exactly. Because and that's that's interesting because her Instagram presence is definitely part of the reason that she was let go, right? Because yes, she was went on so many wild Instagram rants, um, and I understand. I get it. Her mom died. Like, I get it. I get it. But the the Instagram presence, it seems like she could have had maybe a little more self control with that. Yeah, and perhaps put a lock on her phone, like you know the rest of us do. You know, um, I think that she might have. A, like, I'm just thinking about this for the first time. I think that she might have some kind of drinking problem or something. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, that, she has her bag of pills. Yeah. Was, was that her or was that Eden? That was, no, that she was her the, bag of pills. Yeah. That yeah. Eden pointed out and then she got Oh, yeah. About. Eden. What was her name? Eden I was going to say Eden Sasquatch. Sassoon. <laughs> Eden Sassoon. Um, she was, I think, in terms of one seasoners, she was my least favorite. I think my favorite one seasoner was Catherine who had one deaf ear, who was married yeah. to that football player. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think she was my favorite one-season gal. I My favorite one-season gal is definitely Carlton, just because oh, of yeah, like, Carlton. the level Because of, of the, the plague that she left on the screensaver. Yeah. <laughs> Bubonic. Grub. Um, uh, um, uh, or no, it was Larva. That's what it was. Larva. There were a few different ones. One of them was just like anger. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, basically <laughs> Kyle, there's this woman named Carlton who was like she was a witchy poo if you say and she was british um and she like had like a weird like nanny who like her and her husband would uh they they would always make jokes about having a threesome with her and they definitely did have a threesome with her (laughs) um but anyway she and kyle got in a lot of fights and then kyle like we saw like home footage that kyle had taken of her computer screensaver and it was like the word of the day computer screensaver for mac and I, the word was larva. And so she kept getting all these scary words. And she was like, Carlton, because then after that, Carlton, before that, Carlton was like, I'm going to curse you, Kyle. And then that happened. It's so funny. Like, that was it's just like so the funny. best. Like, we need, that's part of the reason why I'm like, okay with them getting rid of Lisa. Because it's like, we need to just back toward that energy. Yes. Rather than, um, rather than, uh, you know, like the constant, like, sort of, like, weird interpersonal drama that we have now. And it's all too tied up in social media now. Yes, yeah. Like, back then, back then, all the way in 2012, <laughs> the only media, only social media we had, honey, was our screensavers and who was looking at them. <laughs> right. Um, apparently, apparently, and I, this is, like, I've heard, like, through, like, two channels, like, away, so it might not be true, but Brandy has been hinting that she's back on. She has posted been a picture of Twitter. the diamond. Yeah. Yeah, and was like, oh, my favorite gift is a diamond, which I would love, but I mean, I always have a little, I'm carrying a torch for LVP coming back. Yeah. But, because I feel like she's, pro- I feel, I do feel truly in my heart that she and Kyle can become friends again. I do too, um, but I also, you know, like I actually, for the last couple of weeks, I'm back now, but for the last couple of weeks, I was in Aspen and like walking. Oh, that Kyle was there too. Oh yeah, I know. Trust me. Yeah. I was like everywhere. I always like, it's weird. Cause like, I'm really good at like celebrity spotting and I always run into mm-hmm. celebrities. But for some reason, every time I'm in Aspen, which is tiny, like it's like a four block situation. Yeah. And like the celebs are everywhere. Like Justin Bieber was at a restaurant, Justin Bieber, Kylie, um, Kendall, 
uh, Justin Bieber's uh, boring-ass wife. And, like, all those people yeah. were at a restaurant literally, like, 10 minutes after we were there. Like, I ju- always just miss people in Aspen. And yeah. it's, like, I don't know. But, um, you know, walking around a- Aspen, which is a horrible little town. Like, it is a horrible little town. I don't know why anybody, like, like, every time we go there, my parents' house is, like, 40 minutes away from there. And, like, every time we go mm-hmm. there, it's, like, by necessity because, like, we have to go to, like, a store or, like, we're meeting yeah. up with, like— You have to get a custom fired hat. and Yes, you like, know, you're a always losing yours. Let yeah. me tell like, Aspen is a nightmare town. It's, like, if you made Beverly Hills smaller and then put a bunch of people cold. who, like, d- cold— and then put a bunch of people who, like, don't know how to dress or park their cars there. Like, the people, every single person in Aspen wears those fucking $1,500 Kimo Sabe hats with their, like, blowouts. And it, everybody looks so fucking stupid. It's unexplainable. Yeah, it's unexplainable how fucking stupid people look there and how much, like, like, you go into a store and, like, we were in this store where my mom bought my dad, like, a really nice jacket for Christmas and like the store mm-hmm. that they that my mom bought it from like does um alterations mm-hmm. um and my dad um had to get it like he had to get the sleeves um altered Did and they so, try like, to make it like way tighter yeah no no no, no. we were just oh. in there like and my dad was like the um people at the store were pinning it so that they could send it to their seamstress and like my sister and mm-hmm. Nick and I were walking around and it's like you find a cute sweater and you're like, oh, like, this is a cute sweater. It's just, like, a pink sweater. There are no patterns. Yeah. There's nothing. It's just a nice sweater. It's, like, a $600 sweater. You don't even recognize wow. the brand name. Like, everything there sucks. Like, you can't, like, buy anything for less than, like, a million dollars. But it makes me think, like, now that I know, like, Kyle's whole personality now is, like, loving Aspen and her house in Aspen mm-hmm. and, like, loving her stupid Kimosabe hats, it makes me walk around and think, I don't think her and Lisa could be friends again because Lisa would never no. like something as stupid as Aspen. Like Aspen, let yeah, me Lisa tell has you. good taste. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like even though her restaurants, you know, are like gaudy, she has taste. That's marketing, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like she has taste. She is like she works. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she knows what it means to like put in a hard day's work and like be a business owner. She's chic. Yeah. All of these things. Aspen is not fucking chic. And the fact that Kyle Richards and her, like, plastic-ass family love running around there yeah, shows that's, me. That's the thing yeah. about, about Lisa is that, like, you know, a, a lot of the women on the show are, like, quote-unquote, like, working actresses. But, like, that may, usually shakes out to about one role a year, you know, and they're not spending long, long days on set all the time. I mean, Eileen knows how to work, but she's not on it anymore. Like, if you're on a soap opera, that's, that's a lot of work. Um, but... Of the current ladies, it's like, do any, none of them really have, like, day jobs that no. they're actually doing. Lisa does, I mean, yes, it's, like, easy work compared to what everyone else in the world is doing. But out of all of them, I mean, she's basically, like, in the coal mines every day yes. comparatively. Because she is running all these long hours. Like, I'm sure it is stressful to manage multiple restaurants. Yes, like it is. That's, restaurants go under all the time. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily... Um, an easy job to do in terms of, like, like skill level. I think that probably takes a lot of being time a, to, like, plan stuff out. Being a small business owner is hard. And I don't mean, like, yeah. you know, selling trinkets. I mean, like, somebody, I don't know, yeah, like, when I When I drop ship off of, um, yeah. <laughs> right, <that's laughs> when I drop ship resin ashtrays, yeah, yeah it's yeah. really hard. Um, Like, being, you know, like, she owns, like, two or three restaurants. Like, that's not, like... And, like, one I know from, like, talking to, like, many people that, like, a lot of people I know who have gone to the restaurants have, like, seen her there actively doing stuff, actively taking meetings. Like, even if you are the owner and, like, you have, you know, like, a like, she, her restaurants, to my knowledge, like, I'm almost positive, do not belong to a wider restaurant group. Like, her and, um, what's his name? Guillermo. Yeah, Guillermo. Yeah. Her, Guillermo. Uh, can Guillermo's wife, like, maintain ownership over those restaurants? Like, doing just, like, the work that that requires of, like, you know, keeping a business up and running, like, that is a real job. Um, Right, yeah. And, like, nobody else is, like, taking care of that for you. No. And I just don't, like, I don't see any of that in Kyle. Like, I literally don't think that Kyle knows what it means to work uh, at all. Yeah, and Kyle is, she... 
in my opinion, Kyle is still down to earth in terms of like family stuff. Like that's always what I've liked about Kyle is I do find her family stuff very compelling. But yeah, it's like also with the success of Mauricio's like real estate agency, it's mm. I don't blame her. Like I would no, of course not, of course but, not. Yeah, but being on Halloween uh, and set for four days is not the same as as having to be in in your restaurant every day. And the fact that Lisa Vanderpump was at a time on multiple reality TV shows where she would have to make appearances, like I am sure that's tiring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. Um, yeah. I don't know. I. I have less and less, like, maybe it's just because I just got back from Aspen, but, like, I just, Mm -hmm. I'm on a Kyle negativity thing right now. Um, But I'm also, I'm on a Kathy ultra negativity thing. And any expulsion of Rinna that is seen as a win for Kathy is Well, and that's the thing is, like, it is. But then my question with that is, are we going to get rid of Erica, too? I don't think so. I don't, th- I don't think Erica's, I don't think she's been on long enough for them to like comfortably get rid of her. I think that basically Lisa got maybe a, a two, two-ish kind of like, we'll try this seasons. And then they were like, no, we're done. But Erica, I guess, still has outward drama attached to her. Yeah. Um, and when she explodes, she doesn't usually say sorry for it. Right. Versus Lisa is constantly, and I understand this, like I feel for Lisa because she's constantly in a cycle of really, really messing up and then being like oh my god I can't believe I did that yeah um like I do think she's a genuine I do think she's moving up for drama a little bit but I do think she's a genuinely like kind of like sensitive person right. basically yeah I agree um but I think yeah so yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit of a Rena defender like obviously she's had her flaws but I can see as soon as she does it that, that she regrets doing it, but she kind of has to dig in her heels because she's on a reality TV show. I'm a Rinna defender in that I like watching her. I'm not a, like, I don't, I think that Rinna, like, to her core is probably a bad person. Evil. Evidence of that being the life, the lives of her children. Like, yes. the, any Amelia Delilah Bell stuff is like so dark. It's like on like any like people have been yeah, posting, encouraging your child to vape is like yeah. yeah. People have been posting like pictures of like Amelia lately because she like obviously got like buckle fat removal and like mm. I don't even want to see that. Like that's not it's not funny to that's me. That's upsetting. It's no. like like everything about anytime I remember that. Amelia and Delilah Bell exist, it, like, takes me to a place of darkness. Like, there's We're nothing— We're going to get, yeah. like, a generation of people who, like, instead of, like, breaking their hips, are going to be, like, breaking their cheekbones. Like, truly, I yeah. think, like, like we're going to see some— Like, yeah, the buckle fat removal is, like, just, like, deeply upsetting and, like— I mean, I don't care I don't gen- generally about people doing things to their faces. Like, it's just— I, I care about that, like, doctors are, like— Like, it's, like, not, like, tested enough. Like, that's what I care about is, like— the fact that it's like do whatever cosmetic stuff you want, but it's upsetting that you know this and Brazilian butt lift. Like I don't know if book of butt removal is necessarily dangerous, but like, no, it's, it's not un, an untested method. But like Brazilian butt lifts are very yeah. dangerous. It's, right. it's upsetting that these are kind of things that um, people feel forced into doing. Yeah, to I think BBLs okay in their bodies. I think BBLs are a special case. Um, because of, like, the way that it's, like, the procedure is, like, literally illegal in the U.S. Um, yeah. I thought but, you could go to Dr. Miami. Or Dr. Miami, of course. If you fly to Miami just to right. see Dr. Miami. Um, but generally, the way that I feel about anything that we get done to our bodies as um, women, as queer people, whatever, is, like, the, the procedures are untested and, like, nobody cares about, you know, like, how it's going to go no. for us, especially in the U.S. So I don't, I don't, like, I think buckle fat removal is great if you want it because whatever. I just don't want to see pictures of uh, Amelia, Amelia's face and people making fun of buckle it. Buckle fat remover, removal, like, sounds like a, like, thing that you have to, like, do to an old horse to yes. stop it from dying, doesn't it? Yeah, and I don't want to do it's anything like That's, like, something horse. that, like, you, like, have to, like, extract from their feet so yeah. they can, like, walk properly. Right. Uh, I do want to mention really quick, uh, do you know anything, and I'm sorry if you are hearing this for the first time, I'm sorry if listeners are hearing this for the first time, um, the Starbucks rewards program is don't tell me like getting is it gone. It's not gone, but it's like they're going remarkably more stingy. 
Oh my god! So I'm guessing now that it's not double points if you if you load your Starbucks card. I it, I think it's still double points if you load your Starbucks card. I don't know any changes regarding that, but I did read today that instead of 50 stars for a brewed coffee, it's going to be a hundred, and then instead of 150 stars for like a latte or like a treat or something, it's going to be 200. Like the okay, only, that's yeah. that's upsetting because I think what I got out of the stars program is. I would usually go for a pastry, right? Because that seems like, it's like, okay, I pay for a latte, whatever. Yeah. But like a pastry, like if I want, what what is your favorite Starbucks pastry? Just curious. I don't get, I, this is like crazy. Don't I get don't them. get pastries at Starbucks. Oh my gosh. I like the lemon loaf. I don't think I've loaf. ever done it. Yeah. The lemon loaf is so good. I'm not um, a pastry person. Like I just don't like, yeah. it's not what I want. I am. I have a big old sweet tooth, but yeah. um just, I'm like a very much like, I love sweets in the morning. Like, that's what I crave when I wake up. That's crazy um, because it's like, I'm yeah. the exact opposite. Like, I don't want anything, I don't want anything remotely sweet in the morning. Yeah, I don't know. That's, it's crazy how, how different we are. We're kind of like yin. Yeah. Wow. There are two we types sort of, of girls, like the types of pretty, yeah. type, <laughs> types of girls, girls who like <laughs> sweet pastries in the morning. Um, yeah, but um, that's, that's upsetting to me because that would usually be my excuse to get my favorite treat, a slice of lemon loaf from Starbucks. My thing was I um, had it perfectly gamed where I would get one free brewed coffee a week. And like that felt fair yeah. and worthwhile. Which is me. probably like you, like probably, they it's probably spending just spending $25 gets yes. you that. Yeah. Yeah. Spending $25 gets you that. And then for Starbucks, that's like literally the cheapest thing you could possibly get. Like a drip coffee. Exactly. Is, and that costs them not even barely literally any nothing. labor. Yeah, yeah, literally nothing. Um, um, speaking of, hey, speaking of LA, should we get into this book that we surprisingly have never read a Zoe Dean book before on the podcast? Yeah, I uh, the A list by Zoe Dean. For some background, when we had our production meeting and we decided to do this, I was like, no, no, I don't want to do it because for some reason I thought these books were um, the It Girl. Yes, the It Girl. Yeah. Uh, this book is incredible and I want to, I'm cautiously optimistic about reading the series. Yes, I I would agree because this book, yes, is it mean? Absolutely. Yeah. But it's the type of, the, the character development in it and the fact that we do actually, I would say every character has kind of, um, a sympathetic flaw for sure that is already way above and beyond what gossip girl was able to do and it's more fun than gossip girl like we got exactly um gossip girl either moves at a pace that is too fast or a pace that is too slow this book was essentially like an episode of um an episode of housewives in that it really Mm -hmm. only covered like four parties uh or three parties um well and in gossip girl it would like the main one of the main events in this is like a new year's eve party slash one of the girls dad's weddings weddings. in gossip girl we would have that would have been at the end of the book they were preparing to go and then the next book it would have been like well the wedding went fine yeah we're moving on like we never saw the events that we actually wanted to see in gossip girl yeah like we got a long thing when we first met one of the characters we got a long thing of her trying on dresses for her dad's wedding like, all of mm-hmm. these things. It was, I mean, I I really liked it. I thought the pacing was good. It was kind of clicky. Yeah, it was a little bit That's clicky. exactly, this is the closest yeah. to the click that we've gotten. It very, it, yeah. it came out the same year as the click. It's also from Little Brown. Um, Poppy. The yes. Poppy imprint. Yeah. Slash alloy. Um, yeah. It was exactly, like, it um, was exactly, like, it's, it's the closest analog we've ever gotten to the click. Um taken you know something that like teenagers would want to read because they're like fucking mm-hmm. and partying um and it's also like uh it's like the click and that like the message is rich people have problems too but mm-hmm. the problems at least thus far like obviously one of the girls is like pregnant and like the guy is like a dick the, because yeah. they're all in love with the same guy, which is fun. I love that there's only because one boy. Because we know that that's going to change, too. Yes. Because he is a dick. Yes. Like, and he, they're and all acknowledging He's going to get more and more revealed. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I, I don't know. I just really liked it. It was fun. It was easy yeah. to read. And it's it has my favorite thing that a book of this genre can do that I've said over and over again, which is that they go Hollywood. And it seems to mm-hmm. me like 
the main girl. I don't remember any of the characters' names. That's the one thing. The main girl's name is Anna. Anna. She's gonna. It seems as if she's probably gonna like be in a movie, which I love where that's going. Yes, I like that too. Um, it's it's kind of interesting. Like to compare and contrast to Gossip Girl for a minute. I think we had a lot of problems in Gossip Girl with the amount of freedom that the children had. Yeah. Um, from their parents. And for whatever reason, I don't know why this is, that is more believable to me in LA. And I'll also say that I don't think that they had as much freedom in this book as they did in LA. Like their parents were still with them. Their parents knew they were out till 3 a.m., but it wasn't like they could have just like taken off and flown on a private jet. Yeah. um, The parents are doing things like the dad is getting married and the dad's marriage is actually like affecting the child's life. You know what I yes. mean? Like she's having yeah. normal child feelings towards the marriage of her parent. Um, mm-hmm. It's all just like, and, and this is not to say too, that these books are well-written because they are not, no, but they're not. It's just, it is a fun, like I went in after I read this on, you know, like an ebook and then I got on Etsy and I like bought the series um, oh, nice. Yeah, of used books. Because I was like, you know what? Even if we don't end up reading we'll all of them, like, it'll be fun to have these around. And, like, it was the first mm-hmm. time I've read a book since we read The Click that I, like, got that energy from. That I was like, I can knock one of these out in an hour. It's fun. These characters are yeah. distinct enough from each other. And they're not, like, like, and once again, this could change. But, like, they're not, like, sexually assaulting each other or, no. like, you know, like... We don't have a Chuck yet. The guy is a dick, but he's not, like, a... Uh, he's not a, a predator. Like a clinical... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's just, a like, a douchey boy that they all like. Right, um, exactly. And that was the other thing, too, is, like, the way that these characters are... Some of them are mean. They're mean to each other, but it's mean in realistic ways for that high school girls would be mean to each other when yes. um, they all like the same boy, right? right? So, like, unlike Gossip Girl, where it's like, I'm literally, I mean, this didn't happen, but like, I'm literally going to poison you. Yeah. Or I'm going to like sleep with the, like, it, like it, I don't know. It, and it did also didn't do the thing where, yes, there's this boy and there's like, like, like um, ups and downs of, their relationship with him. But in Gossip Girl, this would have just been one arc and then we would have learned that he was, like, lying or something. Yeah. Like, totally lying about it. Or like, he would, like, it, die or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that always... And that was the thing with Gossip Girl. There were so many one-book characters. And yeah. I don't get the feeling that that's going to be a, a thing in, in these books. Like, and, and one of the, the bad reviews I read was basically like, well, you know readers might be disappointed because it's very clearly setting up for a sequel. And that is true, but I will say that that added more depth to it than any of the Gossip Girl books, which somehow, even though they were unreadable, I do feel like we're set up a little more to be like episodic and yeah. not have like season long arcs. If that They were all set up as bottle episodes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I'm cautiously optimistic um, because we did like the first Gossip Girl. So, um, you know, we'll see. But I, I think it was, I I thought it was fun and it wasn't trying to like do anything. It also like, there were, you know, however slight, however, you know, sort of like um, fantastical, there were repercussions for doing bad things. Like when the girls bullied, like the, the three girls bullied the new girl who's the main character, Anna. Yeah. They felt bad about it. Like, yes, they and they knew it was wrong. Even yes. the one who's like, I am such a queen bitch. Like, I'm yeah. the worst. Like, even she, we learned, oh, her dad maybe killed her mom. Yeah. Um, that was <laughs> that was that. interesting. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, she like is really feels like she needs to get control because she didn't have control over that. Like, like we understand right. characters' motives versus just like this girl is the meanest girl you'll you'll ever meet and you know that she has no, no sympathetic traits about her yeah. which is somehow sometimes like even though i loved blair like blair was the best character like that was it sometimes her her flaws didn't directly relate to her meanness like yes. there wasn't like a one to one connection and which to me seemed un unfair to teenage girls yeah. who are so often mean but but for reasons that um you can be sympathetic to. Yeah, like one of the the girl Sam whose dad gets married at the beginning of the book, uh her dad's like a Hollywood celebrity. He's like marrying like a much younger woman who he has impregnated. 
Um, the all the characters like pretty much meet for the first time at this wedding because they all end up there mm-hmm. through some means or another. Beverly Hills High School. Yes. Um, she feels like there's this little scene where like she feels embarrassed by the way that she's treated the new girl Anna. Like she's like yeah. by herself, like taking her makeup off or something, and it's like she has these feelings of shame. And I really like that. Just would have never happened in a. Gossip Girl book. No. Like, and a lot of the time, like you're saying, like, Blair's meanness never correlated, not, it did not always correlate to anything specific. Like, right. It's like my mom is being terrible, but it's not like I'm going to go and like be mean to someone else about the relationship with her mom. It's like, I'm going to like, I don't know, like do something like, like her meanness towards Serena, especially other than the gay part, which they kind yeah. of ended up not really getting into, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and that would have made sense. I don't know. Like, um, I think, um also like one thing i liked about this book is in many of the gossip girl books it was like okay this new guy's introduced he's hot it is so clear what's going to happen right i liked that this book had kind of multiple love interests for multiple characters in a way that felt more like i don't know exactly what's going to happen and what these pairings are going to shake out to be yeah um that was that was more intriguing to me um and i also liked the idea that it kind of went into like you know, these girls, unlike Gossip Girl, which sometimes for, like, side characters would be, like, um, they're just hooking up with whoever. Like, it doesn't matter. They don't care. It's, like, we saw some of that with some of the characters, but, like, a lot of them had essentially emotional repercussions yes. for hooking up, which I think is maybe more accurate to the teen experience of being, like, I don't care. This is all fun. And then, you know, uh, as a teen girl, like, I think it's hard to separate out those those emotions. For sure. Yeah. I really, I, I um... I don't know. I I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot. Um do like what else has Zoe Dean written? So Zoe Dean I learned is actually a pseudonym for a married writing part uh pair. So two women? No, two a, a man and a and a woman. Oh um, man. I was like So hoping- Zoe Dean. I know that would have been so good. Um, it was also turned into a TV show known as Privileged on the CW in September 2008, so we should cover that. Um, so according to the biography provided by Alley Entertainment, Zoe Dean divides her time between her house in Beverly Hills and lounging around on her favorite small Caribbean islands. Um, in 2006, the New York Times described Zoe Dean uh, as a pseudonym for a married writing team has been jointly used by writer Cherie Bennett and Jeff Gottsfeld. So Cherie Bennett, um, wow, she's an American novelist, actress, director, playwright, newspaper columnist, singer, and television huh. writer. Um, so she's written on a lot of just random shows. Um, she writes on Young and the Restless. Damn. Um, and then, yeah, she's got done a lot of stuff. And then um, her husband... Um, it has also just written a lot of books. Oh, so they wrote, it seems like they wrote together the book series of Dawson's Creek. Oh. Like the novelizations of, of that uh, TV show. Nice. Um, and, yeah, and he also has written on like As the World Turns and nice. uh, Young and the Restless. So, th- so they're, they're, which makes sense because I think this was soap opera-esque. Oh, 100%. In, yeah. Yeah, in the way that Gossip Girl tried and failed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry. The A-list was not turned into a show. It was called How to Teach Filthy Rich Girls um, was, the, was the name of the show on Privileged, um, which is just a, a single book. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to read that. Yeah. I, yeah. that's interesting because I just, I don't know, like, I can't believe this was never turned into at least a TV movie. There was, I read that there right. was some like alloy optioned it. Somebody bought it, but like the project just never materialized. But that surprises yeah. me because even more so than the click, I feel like this is like, this would have gotten people hooked. Let's go through the plot of this a little bit. Um, because essentially, um, it is going Hollywood. So we start off with this girl, Anna, who is in New York and her sister has just gone to rehab in Italy. Her parents are divorced. Her mom's like, I'm going to travel abroad. I don't want to be here in New York. So she's like, I'm going to go um, to live with my dad in LA, her kind of absentee dad. She has a friend. I, I really like this contrast too, because she has a friend who 
is like really confident, but just hooked up with the boy she likes. And, but she's still friends with this girl. She's like, this sucks. Like, but ultimately like, I'm going to have to move on. Cause like, I don't, you know, her friend's like really nice and her friend didn't know. Um, so, and her friend, Cynthia is kind of is like a stability for her and a foil to kind of the girl she's meeting in LA who all also all like the same guy, but are being very mean about it. Yeah. Um, and, um, I just have to say that I would love to go to an Italian rehab. Um, I know that would, that would be the best. They're probably like, you can just have wine. Right. Exactly. They're like, wine doesn't, <laughs> wine doesn't count. count. Yeah. yeah. They're like, what? No, that's yeah. not what we're here for. You're no. fine. Have some wine with dinner. You're like, yeah. buy like a beautiful like Vista or something. You get to relax. I don't know. That sounds like vacation to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. So she on, she um, like sits first class on the plane to LA and she sits next to this like creepy dude named like. Yeah. Robbie Rich Rascal or something. Or something. <laughs> yeah. I just know his initials are Robbie R. Rascal. Yeah, it was yeah. like something like Richie Irresponsible or something like that. <laughs> like it was like it, like a morality tale ass name. Um, and so she sits next to this guy on the plane, and he um, like keeps like buying her drinks and is like being mm-hmm. really creepy. Um, and she tells him that her name is like Anais Lynn. Which is like a. I think she just says it's the it's the straight like uh, Anis Nin or whatever. Yeah, like she just says that's her name, Anais Nin, who's like a French surrealist author. I, which I'm, I'm sure we're we're mispronouncing that. I'll own up to it. I know, I know that I'm. She's pronouncing an erotica the name. author. I, like, yeah, it was like yeah. I know I'm pronouncing the name Anais right because I, um, yeah, have I have several friends with that name with that spelling, but. Uh, I, you I have, have several friends yes, named that. Yes, in college. They were like, I went to college with like four Anaises, that exact spelling. You know, this is like similar to like when I, I was born, my mom named me Franny. And then after I was born, she learned that two other people on the street also had daughters my age named Franny. That's so like, funny. I think, yeah. And I feel like that was probably the same deal where they named it as like, this is such a unique name. No one's going to have that. Especially, I mean, Fran- Francis is not that uncommon of a name, but it's kind of an older name. But, um, and then they, like, and then they, these kids got to school and they're, like, five Anaises in the class. Um, so Anais as a name, like, I think that it's, like, that spelling is French. My sister's roommate, um, is named Anais and she is, um, her family's from Ecuador and her spelling is different. Um, it's a very, like... I don't know. I think that like the because I know several girls um, whose families are from Egypt and like a lot of people from Egypt speak French and so maybe it's more common. Yeah, it's here, a, what I'm if saying, you're born in the U.S., you're probably named after that writer. Perhaps it's it's just a more common name. Oh, yes, in most pe- like French speaking countries. I think that it's a I I will go out on a limb and say that Anais is a is. Like, I'm sure we have, like, several listeners that named Anais. It's a very hey, common if you're name, Anais, in my experience. It, you know what? DM us on Instagram if you're Anais, and we'll talk about you. Yes, we we'll will. Say here, we'll say your full name. Yeah. Um, just let us know. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of, um, listener uh, Andy uh, had DM'd me and said um, that she read, I think she said both she and her sister read Don't Ask Alice, and it was taught as nonfiction. That's crazy. Yeah. My thoughts and prayers are with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so um Anais Nin, I had never heard of her before. I I mm-hmm. French literature, besides like French romantic literature, is like a huge blind spot for me in my education. I just knew her as kind of like like the books are like sexy. Like I don't know if they are like erotica, but like a lot of French books, it's like you could probably read this as erotica. Damn. I don't Franny, know. I think they were just coming putting for it the all French. I, I know, but I think that's their intention. I think that they're they're like you know it does not matter. <laughs> okay, wait. I have I have huge news. Um, uh, Anais Nin's real name is not Anais. <laughs> it's, Anais it's, is her middle uh, it's name. Rebecca. It's Angela. Rascally. It's, responsible. Angela. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah, she's not. Um, she. She. Uh, 
Um, she's born to Cuban parents in French, um, but then in France, and then but she's <laughs> Cuban in parents French, in French. In French. I parentheses. Um, she's born to Cuban parents in France, but lived most of her life in in the U.S. Um, and her writing was happening while she was living in the U.S. So I don't even. I mean, like. Like come on the pod. I'm I assuming you're dead, but yeah, she died in 1977. Okay, well, um, let's, but, let's get that Ouija board out. <laughs> uh, we can get a Ouija. Yeah, we can get a Ouija board out and converse with her. Get Ouija um, with it. Yeah, but um, so she tells this guy her name is Anais Nin because like that's immediately when I was like, oh, I have this character clocked. Like she's yeah, she sucks. She's um, yeah, it, exactly. It, it is kind of like wow, she's. So smart and deep, um, and she knows big words like yeah. metaphorical. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm and I'm glad that I didn't read this as a teenager because I don't. I'm I feel comfortable at this point in my life uh, having never known that Anais Nin existed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel you. Yeah. So she is on this plane. This like Roddy Rich or whatever his name is is like um, <laughs> repugnant Richard. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, is, like, hitting her up, and then, like, a guy in, like, a Princeton sweatshirt, um, like, walks, like, sees that she's being harassed and, like, walks over and is like, hey, like, Paige, I met you at that party that one time. Yeah. And she's like, my name isn't Paige. Like, what are you talking about? And he's, like, obviously just trying to get her, like, away from this guy because he can, like, see that she's harassing her. So he makes the guy trade seats with him. Um, Turns out his name is Ben, even though he tells... Like the guy, reprehensible, reprehensible (laughs) Robbie, Um, (laughs) uh, Rodney Rotten. Isn't that like a Robbie Rotten? Isn't that Robbie Rotten was that 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 guy who was on uh, Lazy Town, right? Lazy Town, who I think passed away. He passed away. I think so because there was a big thing. Those all those videos went viral, and then he was like, "Hey, can you guys donate to my GoFundMe because for my cancer treatment?" And then I think he, I I believe he passed away. Unfortunately, oh no, Um, I know. But yeah. So. But anyway, he she tells Raggedy Roo uh, <laughs> that she'd rather that she knows this guy and she'd rather sit with him. Yeah. Um, so uh, Rooney Rara um, <laughs> goes somewhere else, and um, she and this guy like keep hanging out, and they end up like making out in the plane bathroom. And he's like, "Hey, want to go to this wedding uh, with me? It's like this celebrity dude that's getting married." Um, and she's mm-hmm. like, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, like, this is the boy of my dreams, like all of this stuff. And it turns out his name is Ben. Um, and uh, like, he's the one that like all three of the girls from Beverly Hills High that we also meet at the wedding, one of them being the daughter of the man who's getting mm-hmm. married. Um, he's the one that like they're all in love with. And we learn. Yeah. At the but end then of the Rancid book, Rick calls the yeah. calls the TSA on them and and and. <laughs> And uh, they kind of have an embarrassing scene because the TSA is like, more than one person can't be in the bathroom at a time. Get out of there. Yeah. And they have to get out of the bathroom. Um, But so we learn later on, though, at the end of the book that one of these girls who's like in love with this guy is actually pregnant with his child. Um, Yeah. And like he's fucked all of these girls and like, uh, what's her name? Anna, the main character, is a virgin. And mm-hmm. she tells him she's, like, not ready to have sex while they're, like, fooling around. And he, he's, well, like... Well, first of all, here's the thing. The the reason, and I like this because it was a bit more subtle of, he's kind of a dick, was the fact that he invites her as his date to this wedding that he's going to. And it's his... Well, it's one of the girls, Sam's dad is, like, a movie star and his, he's getting married. Um, and... But he takes her there even though he knows he's going to see his ex-girlfriend from last year who is he knows is really mean to to other girls. Yeah. Um, and he so he puts her in this situation that he's like, I'm so sorry about that. Even though he he could obviously, you know, he could have just asked her out on a normal date. And, you know, like he, he kind of like throws her into the situation and does not prepare her for it at all. Yeah. No, he um, doesn't care. He's like grabbing her ass the whole time we're there in front of these three yeah. girls. And, like, doesn't really care what happens to her. And, he, yeah. like, she's, like, I don't want to lose my virginity. And, like, he's, like, that's fine. And they're, like, laying down. He's, like, hold on. You go to sleep. I'll be right back. 
And then she wakes up and he's just like disappeared. Yeah. And then he says later that it was like, he was like, well, my really, 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 really famous friend OD'd and I had to go get her and I tried to call you and then, but I just didn't text you or anything. And it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, you, you know, this guy is like, bad in in the way that many teenage boys are is that he's like not thinking about her no um yeah he yeah. doesn't care um yeah but when at the wedding who else do we meet because we sam is her main thing is that she has a body dysmorphic disorder yeah. basically um and she is upset about that and she also just in general feels like she has only become pretty but not beautiful like that's her main thing so and stupid. she's and she really likes this guy, Ben, um, who's the guy that all the girls are fawning over. But he had dated last year her best friend, Cammie, who's this girl who's, like, really, really, really mean. That's yeah. the girl who's, who's it's implied that her dad, like, uh, like drowned her mom yeah. on a boat. Yeah. Um, upsetting. Yeah. Cammie, all I can think of with that name is um, the girl named Camille on Emily in Paris. Um, oh, I haven't seen Emily in Paris. Oh, my God. God, the third season just came out. That show is, like, so fun to watch when you're, like, not wanting to do anything. Because yeah. it is, like, the, the most predictable show of all time. Like, every single thing that happens, you're, like, like, me and my family, like, watched it, like, while we were on vacation. Mm-hmm. And, like, every single thing that happens, like, all six of us are sitting there being, like, okay, now this is going to happen. And it's, like, five and minutes later. Yeah. I think yeah. my mom my mom had, like, a really funny, <laughs> a really funny joke about that show where she was like this whole show is somebody being like oh man all of our problems would be solved if we could just find a hundred dollars and then another character's <laughs> like hey guys just found a hundred dollars you don't need this right <laughs> it's like that's funny that's the entire and, and show now is she still working in quote-unquote marketing yes and the best part of that show is that like her job is fucking inscrutable and like obviously like you work in marketing my mom like worked her whole career in marketing. Nick works in marketing. And I love to like piss them off while we're watching that show and being like, geez, like marketing is not a real job. Like, what? like <laughs> wow. Like this is like, I wish I was in marketing. Like this looks so easy. I saw a TikTok parody of it and it was basically like her doing an ad for like Cheez-Its or something would be like her taking a selfie with the Cheez-Its yes. and be like, mm-mm-mm, cheesy, cheesy, cheesy. Yeah. Like that's like, <laughs> they're like, great. You, oh my gosh, our sales just <laughs> <laughs> exploded by yeah. 1000%. Like we need you, Emily. In um in this season, oh my god, the funniest thing. Emily is named like Emily is in a magazine as like one of like the ten most influential Parisians. <laughs> you know, if you're a like a Parisian Parisian and you see this American girl who probably does not speak French, she is doesn't. that true? She does. Okay, not speak so she French. doesn't yeah. speak French. Being named as that, I bet she's on a visa. I or I bet she's on a worker's visa. I bet she doesn't even have like. She is on uh, a workers' visa, yeah. She, she doesn't business. have dual citizenship. Yeah. Well, because actually yeah. the first, like, half of the season is, like, drama with her work visa. That's really funny. And like the That's other, realistic. Yes. The <laughs> other thing, like, one of her coworkers at the beginning of the season is pregnant. And, like, the whole comedy is, like, just how big her belly is. Like, the oh my whole God. thing is just her being like, man, I'm hot and tired because I'm pregnant. Oh my God, sorry, my belly's in the way. Like, it's just such I wish a, like, I had a doctor here to deliver my baby so my belly wouldn't be so big. Yeah. Hey, I just walked in. I'm a doctor. I don't know if anyone has <laughs> bellies they'd like to yeah. have their baby come out of. It's so, you have to watch it because it's just like the whole okay, thing. Maybe I will. Like, I know Meg has watched it. Yeah, like anytime there's conflict, it lasts for like one episode and they're like, mm, remember when we got in that fight? I never want that to happen again. You're my best friend. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> now, if like, we could only have one hundred dollars, <laughs> right? Hey, oh, I just found the hundred dollars. You guys wanted like that's the. It's so funny, and like you know, they purposefully like put her in just like the craziest fucking outfits. Um, oh, but in this season, this is what I wanted to say about the character mm-hmm. Camille, who's like one of Emily's. Like em- Emily's K I M I. No, uh, C A, like spelled like Camille. Okay. But the yeah, French yeah. pronunciation is Camille. Oh, the pronunciation, yeah. She, um, she, like, Emily's in a love triangle with this girl. So, like, Emily, like, when she first moves to Paris, like, moves into this, like, apartment. And her downstairs neighbor is this, like, hot chef who kind of looks like Army Hammer. Um, <laughs> and he, like... Army the, screwdriver. Yeah, Army screwdriver. The Army mallet. Had, like, his, <laughs> Footy mallet. <laughs> yeah. His girlfriend, like, had just left him or something, like, before the events of the show and, like, moved somewhere else. 
And um, the two of them, like, like Emily's boyfriend from Chicago, like leaves her at the beginning of the series. And the two of them like hook up. And then, Oh, I'm sorry. She's from Chicago. That's the whole thing is that she's from Chicago. Um, Emily from Chicago. Um, Emily from Chicago. Yes. You Uh, know what? There's a lot of, there's a lot of ladies on Netflix originals, AKA the princess switch. Yeah. That are from Chicago. There's a lot of Chicago Chicago. representation, but they hook up and, but then the girlfriend moves back and like Emily, like unknowingly befriends the girlfriend, which is this girl named me. The two of them like hook up or, um, then Emily's not bisexual, right? No, Emily's not bisexual, but Camille and her boyfriend get back together. But like Emily, like, or like Camille and her, Camille and her boyfriend get back together. Then they break up again because she finds out that he had fucked Emily like yeah. while they were broken up. And then the two of the two girls, Emily and Camille, vow to like never get back with this guy. Um, yeah. But then, and like they're like best friends with this other girl um, who's like a lounge singer who like in this season sang like a That's French funny. version of a Dua Lipa song. Um, so they, like, the three of them are best friends. Then Camille gets <laughs> I was going to try to sing. I, I was like, do I still remember the French numbers? And I realized I don't. Because, like, French number, uno, don't pick up the phone. You know what yeah. you call it? Uh, don't pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Camille, like, gets back with this chef guy. And okay. the two of them are together for, like, a whole season. And Emily, like, gets a new boyfriend who's, like, randomly, like, a, like, millionaire that she meets in her French class who's from, like, of course. England. Yeah. Um, but, like, her and this chef guy obviously, like, still like each other. But then the big drama this season is that Camille, you find out Camille is bisexual and she's <sighs> having an affair with, um, like, Camille's, like, an art dealer or something, and she's having an affair yeah. with this, like, hot Greek lesbian who, like, comes in as, Okay, like, sounding like, now this is from Michael Patrick King. This sounds yes. like wish fulfillment for Charlotte a little yes. bit. Yes. Because yeah. Charlotte also hung with the lesbians for a little bit. Yes, so, like, the two of them are, like, having an affair, and, like, Emily sees them, um, but uh-huh. then, spoiler alert, everybody, Camille gets pregnant by the chef, so she, like, her and the chef like get engaged and like this like Greek lesbian is like super mad and like goes back to Greece. But then like it's all revealed and it seems as if it's like, like in the fourth season that Camille is going to like be with this Greek lady and that Emily's going to be with the chef. Yeah. It's really good. Like honestly. This is kind of interesting. Honestly. It's like, it's so stupid and like baby brained. It's like, look, there's the two of them now. Oh my God, they're kissing and they don't know we saw them. Like that's the whole yeah. thing. It's like so stupid. But um, I loved the infusion of like, like the first time they kiss is in like this like, um, like church confessional that the Greek uh-huh. lesbian builds. It's really hot. Like I love the infusion of like sexy. a bisexuality storyline into it. It, it was severely Sophie, lacking. this just makes me want to rewatch the, this makes me want to rewatch Sex in the City. Cause I was just thinking about Charlotte when we were talking about the lesbian. And then for some reason, well, of course my brother got me that Sex in the City book. And yes. that's based on the movie, of course, but it has all of Carrie's outfits in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was also, for some reason, thinking about today how cute the episode was when Harry and Charlotte get married. Yeah. And, like, because they te- in this book, they, like, break the the glass. Like, they do the Jewish tradition of that. And I was like, yeah. didn't that, like, got, like, Harry couldn't break the glass during their wedding. Like, everything went so wrong. And then it was like, but your marriage to, your wedding with Trey was perfect. And look how that marriage went. Like, I think that's, like, just a sweet, a yeah. sweet, cute episode. And I love, I love Harry and Charlotte. That makes me um, want to rewatch that season. Lately, speaking of TV, I've had the urge to rewatch Vanderpump Rules, but instead, and I will give everybody this recommendation, there's this new reality show on um, HBO Max called Serving the Hamptons that is like oh, the closest. Sim- similar then, I'm guessing. If yes. You're all, yeah. It's the closest that I've gotten to like early Vanderpump energy because it's all these people who work at a restaurant in the Hamptons, but they all have to like live in a house together. Um, and so it's kind of like Vanderpump Rules slash like Jersey Shore, but like some of the most like it does not seem yet to have the disease that like these people are like trying to be famous. Like they all okay. just seem to be like weirdos who actually work at this restaurant and mm-hmm. like like we're not cast for the purpose of it. And, but the guy who owns the restaurant is like the craziest motherfucker, like one of the craziest motherfuckers that's ever been on television. Like one of the um one of the um one of his employees, like the first episode is his birthday party, and one of the employees mm-hmm. like comes dressed like 
in like beautiful drag. And he literally tells her like that she ruined his birthday because like her drag. She looked too great. Yes. Like everybody just like was like so impressed with her drag that like nobody paid attention to him. And like this guy's like straight up in his 40s. And he's like yelling, like being like, um, just so you know, like that was unacceptable. Now, um, I would not yell, but to be fair, if one of my friends was like, I'm actually just going to take this time to reveal my drag persona at my <laughs> birthday, I might be a little pissed off. Yeah, I mean, honestly. But if it, it was on television, I would. I feel like I would have to be like, okay, I get it. But if it was just like, like at my birthday party, like at my house, <laughs> I'd be like, what are you doing? I don't know, though. Like, think about it. Like, I really think about it. Like, think about like a birthday party at your house, like. And your friend comes in like beautiful drag. Like, wouldn't that be like like to I guess me, that'd be that would cool. be exciting? If it was a friend I like, but if it was like like a an acquaintance and they showed up, I would be like, what? Oh, are you right. Doing? Like that would be weird. But if but it's this, like a, a good friend, that yeah. Yeah. Like I think like that'd this person is like like this the guy whose birthday was with this was the owner of the restaurant. And the girl who came in drag was um like a um like I think like the guy's like he's well, the girl who came in drag was the manager. Um, okay. and I think that like her and the guy who owned the restaurant, like appeared to be very good friends. Um, yeah. so it was kind of like, like, that's like weird. Yeah. yeah. He was like, like, I forget what her name was, Victoria. He's like, Victoria, like, I need you to come talk to me. And she was like, yeah, totally. She comes over and sits down and he's like, um, what happened to my birthday party last night was unacceptable. And she's like, wait, <laughs> you looked too good. Yeah. And then like, there's a guy that like, there's a guy who's, like, the DJ at the restaurant mm-hmm. um, who is, like, a full-blown sociopath. Like, he's yeah. literally, like, hitting on all of the girls and then being, like, wait. Like, like he literally, like, on camera when they're all, like, drunk, like, tries to get these two girls to have a threesome with him. And then, like, is, like, wait, like, what? Like, I didn't do – like, he's, like, just, like, such a, like, a crazy – He's like, no James. Yeah, but he, like, he verges on, like, the socio- sociopathic level of, like, a Jax Taylor – but oh god without the like weird cocaine rage like he is like clearly like a woman this guy would not ask you to be uh your his lawyer no as Jax did ask you when yes exactly also when i have a question with the Jax stuff yeah did your sister pay for that long of a cameo or was he just rambling he was just rambling it's okay. like a five minute cameo yeah my sister <laughs> yeah she they, probably paid like 30 seconds <laughs> yeah she paid like the standard cameo like short rate and he i actually need to rewatch that it's been a minute i miss him um yeah but uh yeah very funny so i this is all to say watch serving the hamptons it's incredible. It's worth it. There's like a bunch of, I don't know, like all of the people so far are like intriguing and they mm-hmm. all seem to not realize in key moments that they're like on camera, which is key. I like that. Yeah. That's great. Um, okay. Let's, let's wrap this one up. So what, so yeah, this girl D had also slept with Ben and they like, they slept together drunk and he yeah. doesn't like really, well, neither, it seems like neither of them really remember. And she's like, I'm pregnant and he doesn't know that. Yeah. So all these girls have some connection to Ben where they want to be with him. Yes. But it kind of ended with Anna being like, you know what? Like, I don't even accept your apology. Like, sorry. Like you were still a dick. Like you could have tried harder because it had been like two days since they talked and he didn't like try to reach out again. And he was like, well, my friend is so famous. Like I was just concerned with her. Um, And it kind of seems like at the end that maybe all these girls, she's at least going to be friends with Sam, who yeah. is the daughter of the the guy who got who got married. Well, it seems like they're all going to be friends. Like, I think that that's yeah. where this is going because it, like, I'm sure there will still be drama with this Ben guy. Like, in yeah, and, and Cammy still seems pretty mean, I, I would say. Like, yes. she doesn't seem accepting of Anna. But, like, she's, I, I just, the feeling I got at the end of the book was that it's going to be, like, they all have to kind of deal with each other. Yeah, because um, Anna did move out here to do, like, her school, like, lets them do internships, and she was going to work at this literary agency, but then, oh, this was the other thing we didn't really talk about, it was her dad let that fall through. Fall through. Her dad is, like, like really absentee, and, yes. like, he's supposed to pick her up at the airport, he doesn't. He's supposed to meet her for lunch, he doesn't. She comes back, and he's, like, high and taking a nap. Though there was, there is something where, where she, he's like, this helps me with the headaches I get, and then he's like, I, like, don't know, he's like, I really just want to be friends with you, and your sister, like, I want to be a good dad. Like, it kind of seems like maybe there's something medical going on that he doesn't want to tell them about. Yeah. Oh, Um, I didn't think about that. That's, yeah, that's definitely what's happening. 
Yeah. And the other thing that I was like, this was like an interesting, I, I liked how it resulted. It wasn't just like this dad was a crazy character asshole dad. It was like, this girl's actually upset that her dad's being like this because he's like, call me, um, like, call me, is it Jackson? Like whatever yeah. his name is. He's like, call me Jackson. Like, um, don't call me dad. Yeah. And then by the end of the book, he's kind of like, you know, I was just trying to be like friends with you, but like, I don't have to do that. Like, call me dad. Like they have a good moment. And cause then she ends up telling her dad, like, basically like, you know, this guy, Ben, like, before she knows the details, but she's like, this guy, Ben, um, like left me out on this boat overnight because I didn't, I didn't have sex with him. And so she and her dad have a nice bonding moment of yeah. like, actually like being, okay, maybe we can have a parent child relationship instead of her dad doing this like weird charade of like, I'm your friend actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I really liked it. I'm excited to see where these go. This, I definitely think though, that this could be the situation, like a, a situation where we get to the next one and it's, and it's like immediately so bad. Cause remember we were excited for gossip girl. Yeah. And then it was Ugh. like, we're all at the party. We're here. This at was the party. shorter than gossip girl. It was. I will say it cut out like gossip girl is like 50%. You could cut out 50% yeah. of every book. And this, this narrowed it down. The pacing was was pretty good too. I will say, just yes. like from a, a literary standpoint, this uh, be Gossip Girl in in every category, one hundred percent. Like Gossip readability, Girl, sense of space. Yeah, like I knew where we were. I could picture where we were. Yes, yeah. The descriptions of everything were fun. It gave us like good opulent like. Um, oh, settings. when Sam was trying on all these dresses because yes. basically she's like a bridesmaid, but then she was like, I hate the dresses, so I want to get a better one for the after party. Yeah, she's trying on all these dresses and she doesn't like any of them, but it was like oh, like this Oscar de la Renta like. Yeah. You know, aubergine. Like, we got those descriptions, which are yes. always fun and very yes. clicky. Yeah. I liked I liked that thing. There was a lot of, like, putting on makeup, taking off makeup. Um, fun makeup tips. Yes. Fun the makeup one, tips. You know how on the Kindle you can see when it's highlighted? The only thing, like, if other people have annotated, yeah. the only thing that I saw was, like, it was an Elizabeth something cream, Elizabeth Arden cream. Yes. And it was like, you know yeah. what? You can actually use this to take off makeup. And that yeah. was, like, the only thing highlight everybody's like schmack 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 like me yeah <laughs> yeah i would recommend it read it let us know if you liked listening to this and if you want us to try out the other books um yeah because we'll have to at least do the one that the tv show that they did the yeah short-lived cw show on yeah it's um, interesting because like when you think about like soap operas for teens like i don't know like i feel like there were more of those maybe in the early 2000s like for example like dawson's creek like um, Friday Night Lights, I guess, could count. And then w- in terms of our era, it's like, I don't know if Gossip Girl counts as that. I would say Pretty Little Liars does to an extent. Yes. Because yeah. of some of the weird, and there's so many different plots. But it's kind of Pretty interesting. Pretty Little Liars, definitely, yeah. Yeah, but there's not like a true, I- I'm sure I'm like sounding I think, very dumb right I now. Think that, I think that's what Gossip Girl is to people. Uh, yeah. I think that's what Gossip Girl is to people. I think that Pretty Little Liars maybe gets a little bit closer um, just because of, like, the— also, In terms like, of tone. Yes, and the caliber of production and, like, the way that it was produced and everything. Like, there's so many fucking episodes of that show. And, like, yeah. there's so much actor swapping and, like, lack of continuity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so let us know if you want to— um, read us to cover more of these cover more of these read them along with us um go see megan yes and that will be covered on the patreon as yeah soon we'll as be I doing see that it. on patreon it's really good i saw it last i night. just got a text from my brother he said he just saw it and it was good yeah i really enjoyed it it's like a it's a tight 90 minutes um i think that uh allison williams is gay in it and i also think that the doll is gay and i also think that the child is gay you know what sophie i because there's this girl on tiktok I, I forget her name but she does really good impressions of like girls like she did like a girls reboot on like nepo babies yeah and it's like for shoshana like you know like that yeah and yeah like that is re- i can't even do it i can't really do a good uh a good marnie impression but i did kind of realize as i was watching that i was like hmm, i always related to marnie marnie was my favorite character and I will say that Marnie, in some ways, to me, looks a little bit similar to Meg. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Oh, my God. She totally does. Like, I, Allison yes. Williams. I was like, oh, my God. Allison Williams is so hot. Yes, um, she totally Allison Williams yeah. is a Nepo baby I can get behind. Oh, 100%. I don't yeah. care. Like, once again, I've said this 100 times. I don't care if somebody Acting is isn't a real job. Uh, acting yeah. is not a real job. I don't. By the way, neither is podcast. Like, this is not a real job no, either. But just, just saying, like, yeah. Acting is not a real job. Like, no. Unless you're, like. Like, 
if you want to argue that your acting is a real job because you like act as you're living, like go for it. And I stand with you and I like your right to exist, you know, is relevant to me. But my opinion is that acting is not a real job. Um, yeah. But I Alice mean, there Williams really, is there really There are very few things it. that are real jobs. Yeah. Uh, mining. Yeah. Like house maintenance. Yeah. Boxing is a real <laughs> Boxing. job. NASCAR driving is a real job. Um, trucking, long distance trucking. Absolutely a real job. Seamstress. Real job. Um, Listen, marketing, if, it, if it didn't exist not a before, real job, before, before 1900, yes. we're not going to count it. No. Um, all right. Have a great Welding. week, everybody. <laughs> Don't get killed by an AI doll. This has been Girls Like Us. You can follow our Patreon um, at Girls Like Us. Uh, girls, Patreon.com slash Girls Like Us show. Um, Mm -hmm. you can follow our social media at girls like us on both Twitter and Instagram. You can, um, find our frolic media sorority sisters at frolic.media slash podcasts, learn about them and the fact that their podcasting job is fake too. Um, and that's okay. And that's okay. That's what we need in this world. Yes. Fewer jobs, more podcasters. And as always, our lovely producer is Camden Stacy, and our theme music is by the wickedly talented one and only Viking. Bye. 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 Bye.